Hello and welcome to the Holly Doss Show. This is your host, Holly Doss. I'm actually on a mission to help as many of you as possible get in touch with your higher selves, break free from ego identities, raise your frequencies, and become the best version of yourself. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back and welcome to my podcast. If this is your first time joining me, I'm going to apologize in advance for any outside noise. I've got people in my yard today and this is the only time they could be scheduled so I'm going to try to get as much noise out of the final cut of this show as I can but if you do hear something I apologize um y'all I am so upset about this whole Gabby Petito thing and her mom just breaks my heart I mean I have been watching this case unfold for a couple of weeks, and no, this is not a true crime podcast. I just find the story so heartbreaking, and I can tell how deep of a bond Gabby had with her mom. I mean, what a nightmare, and it's so scary for me to think of my own children. I mean, I I think just in talking with my friends, we're all kind of feeling this you know, how do we help our daughters and our sons avoid relationships like this? It's terrifying. But anyway, I just wanted to get that off my chest and wish them so much peace. And we are going to be talking about signs from departed loved ones today. So I also wish them many, many signs from Gabby in the days and the months and the years to come because I know that signs from my mom have helped me deal with her loss so very much, but I will go into that in just a few minutes. First, I want to tell you a story about my grandmother. This was a long, long time ago before there were cell phones. She was driving alone at night in a thunderstorm on a very dark country road in South Georgia. There was probably 30 miles between the two towns she was driving between. Again, it was late and the thunderstorm. This is not the kind of time you want to have car trouble. But her car started kind of shutting on and off. And she started to panic, of course, and thought, oh, my God, you know, how is, well, her husband, my granddad, going to find her? He might already be asleep. He might not even know that she's not home. All these thoughts are racing through her mind, but she was able to get her car to an abandoned gas station. Now, there wasn't a telephone booth, and again, this was so long ago, there was no cell phones. But she pulled over, and she started praying for divine help and just prayed, please send me an angel. And those were her words. So she sat and she waited, and I think she said maybe 45 minutes or an hour went by, and she finally saw headlights. But instead of really being relieved, she wasn't yet. I mean, I think she was concerned, well, will they even see me? Will they know that I need help? And then if they do, is it a nice person? Is it going to be someone who I can accept the help from without getting hurt? But as the vehicle got closer, she noticed that it was slowing down, and the vehicle pulled into 
the gas station or the abandoned parking lot where she was, and a very tall man jumped out and ran to her car with a flashlight. And he didn't, like, shine it right in her face or shine it right in his face. He was very respectful and just showing, you know, don't roll your window down, I'm just here to help kind of thing, and said, you know, I am a mechanic and I can help you. And she also noticed that he was very unusual looking. He had jet black hair, piercing see-through blue eyes, gorgeous tan skin, and his stature was just very large. She described him as being kind of like a Greek god. I mean, she said he was just so, it was just a force. Um, She said, okay, thank you. She kept her window up. But let me tell you something. She was driving a Jaguar. And for a mechanic to be driving along that road and actually have a tool that he could work on a Jaguar, the the odds of that were pretty slim. But she thought, you know, maybe he'll be able to help me somehow. Either way, she felt a sense of peace already. Just in his presence, she relaxed a little and felt like, no matter what, I don't think this man is going to hurt me. And so sure enough, he had her pop the hood of her car, and he got to work. He did a couple little things. She was able to crank up, and he walked back around to the window and said, you should be able to get home, but don't drive it tomorrow. You know, you're going to need to just call the nearest Jaguar dealership and have them come and pick it up. And she said thank you. She was about to ask him, you know, um, how can I contact you to pay you or can I pay you uh, anything but he just flashed this beautiful smile at her and before he turned around she caught his name tag and she said that it she thought it said Michael but it was spelled weird and so she thought well you know either someone misspelled it or it's just an unusual name I can't pronounce but either way that is my angel thank you thank you thank you so she drives on home So fast forward a few months, and she and my mom took a road trip to another state to have spiritual readings done with a medium or a clairvoyant intuitive. The lady's name was Jenny, and as soon as they walked into Jenny's office, Jenny immediately looked at my grandmother and said, sit down and close your eyes because I feel a very strong, strong angelic presence with you and I want to see what's going on here so they sat down and Jenny closed her eyes and she began describing to my grandmother what she could tell as far as the physical traits of my grandmother's guardian angel and she said he's very large he has a very chiseled bone structure he has see-through eyes and jet black hair and Just as my grandmother was about to blurt out, is his name Michael, Jenny said, his name is Michael, but it's spelled different than the normal Michael. It's spelled E-A-L-L instead of A-E-L. And my grandmother, this gives me chills talking about this, my grandmother just burst into tears and said, yep, I, I know And the rest of that story is history. But when my grandmother and my mom came back from that road trip and told us about it, I 
fully believe that was probably the catalyst and setting me on a path of searching and learning and wanting to know more. I started asking my mom, please buy me books on angels, on you know the whole spiritual realm. I wanted to know everything. I wanted to know all about our soul's journeys. And my mom and I would have just hours-long conversations about this. We would talk about angels. We would talk about signs. We started practicing yoga. We started practicing meditation. And this was before these things were really as mainstream as they are now. We bonded over our spiritual path together. And it was during those years of study that mom and I promised each other that, God forbid, if something were to take us away from the other, we would send signs. Well, 11 years ago, my mom dropped her earthly body and she kept her promise. I could tell you some jaw-dropping stories about the signs that I feel are from my mother over the years. And I'm going to share a few of those with you. But my point in discussing signs today is because in everyone's life, there comes a point where you lose a loved one or more, um, or you're going through such a hard time that things just feel like your world is going to end. And a sign from either a guardian angel or a departed loved one or both, it could just provide so much comfort. So my hope is to meet you where you are in your sign journey and provide you some tools that will help you be able to better receive signs. And then once you're at that place, you'll know how to recognize them. And the way that you do this is by first knowing that divine communication does not stop just because your life is busy or life is getting in your way. You know, a lot of times my spouse or my best friend, Abby, will get a sign that's meant for me because that particular day I wasn't reachable. I was just too busy to notice. Not that they may not have been trying to send me signs. I just wasn't picking up on it. And the same thing happens on the flip side. I'll get things sometimes that are meant for Abby. And I'll text her and say, this has got to be from your dad. Um, You know, she's a business owner. I'm a business owner. I've got three kids. And in order for me to run my business, my family, maintain my fitness and meditation practices, fulfill all of my obligations where volunteer work is concerned. My day has to start at 2 a.m. And it doesn't end until 7 p.m. So you can imagine there's probably not a lot of time that I am present enough to recognize some of the signs happening around me. Now, being too busy to recognize or pay attention to signs is very different than not catching a sign or not being aware of them because you're in a state of grief or sadness or depression or you're going through a very difficult life change. That will put you in a different vibration. So your signs are going to look different and they're going to come at you different. For example, right after a loved one passes and grief is at its height, The most commonly reported signs are rainbows, large white feathers, you know, just like walking along and randomly seeing a feather, 
flickering lights or actually feeling a physical weighted presence that not just you feel them a little bit near, you actually feel a weighted presence. And I can tell you that happened to me right after my mom passed. I was so upset. I was just devastated. And a couple of days after, I remember not being able to sleep and I was just laying there crying. And I physically felt her in the bed with me. I just felt this physical weight right behind me, just holding me. And this this has happened to a few people I know, actually, and it's never happened to me again. But that physical weight gave me enough comfort in that moment to where I could actually fall asleep. I just needed to go to sleep. And no, it wasn't a rainbow or a white feather, but it was what I needed. It was the vibration I was operating at. I was so heartbroken and devastated. And that's the only sign that I could have received and recognized at that moment. Now, as time goes on and there's been some time and space in between the date the loved one passed and you're starting to kind of get back into your new normal, I guess, um, you're going to get different signs. That I am not a grief expert and I am not a sign expert. I need to just say that right now. Because I'm speaking to you guys like I wrote the book on this. I didn't. I have done so much research just based on my own pain. And I've done so much work with a grief counselor. So this is just like a big summary of everything that I've learned. But as time goes by and you're getting back to normal life, look for persistent butterflies. That's a big one. You may start getting signs on billboards. There might be a saying or a phrase your loved one said. Start noticing license plates. You might even start having things happen on very significant dates, you know, their birthday or their anniversary, whatever it was when they were here on earth. Now, I had the significant date thing happen a few weeks after mom passed. I had pretty much stayed in a locked fetal position for weeks and I had cried so hard that I threw up a few times and eventually my friends Amy and Lynn said to me I think you need to go to a doctor I mean you just don't something's just not right let's take a short break and hear from our sponsor I am absolutely obsessed with baby mama vitamins and supplements. If you have never heard of them, then you have got to check them out. Baby mama was created by a mom who had a lot of uncomfortable and frustrating symptoms after pregnancy. And the vitamins are made to treat the nutritional deficiencies caused by these hormonal disruptions such as pregnancy, menopause. It can be anything like surgery, sickness, even COVID, anything that disrupts your hormones. So I take their Hair Repair Max for faster hair growth. I also take their Praise B Vegan Superfood for energy. And on days that I have water retention or bloating, I take their amazing supplement called Ripped. 
Another thing that is so great about Baby Mama is that they've got an online quiz that will help you determine which products are right for your specific condition. So you can go on this quiz and enter all of your symptoms and it will send you a page that is personalized just for you. So right now, the amazing Holly Doss listeners, you can get 15% off of your entire order by entering the gift code HOLLY15. So go to babymama.online and enter the gift code HOLLY15 at checkout to get 15% off your entire order. You will not be sorry. Thanks, Baby Mama. So one day, Amy took me to the urgent care. My husband was at work, and she said, I'm just going to drive you there. Let's just go have you checked out, and it will just ease our minds, if nothing else. But you guys, the next day, I got a phone call from the nurse who said, you're expecting a baby, and the due date she gave me was my mom's birthday. Now... Out of all 365 days a year, that was going to be the damn due date. So, not a coincidence. That was a sign. It was the sign I needed to shift me forward to help get me off the floor and to start living again. So, expect those kind of signs to start pushing you back to living life without them here in a physical body. Now, my best friend, Abby, her signs in this particular phase, now her dad just passed away five years ago. So this, she's still sort of in this kind of uh, receiving pattern where license plates are concerned. She will send me pictures of license plates sometimes in traffic that just stop me completely dead in my tracks. They are from her dad. There's no question in my mind. They are from her dad. He was a, oh my gosh, he had the very best personality. He had the greatest, hardest laugh that you could, I can't even describe it. He was such a love and I have grieved his loss with her. It has been so terribly sad to be on this earth without him and my mom. Um, But anyway, back to the subject I'm talking about. I knew her dad, so I knew that he was going to send signs to her too. In his final days, I knew the bond that they had would also surpass time and space and that he would be finding a way to get to Abby wherever she was. Now, he used to come and fix our light bulbs in our apartments. He would change our lights. It's a really old house. And so he also sends both of us flickering lights. It is amazing. I could tell you stories all day long. His birthday was yesterday, and I am telling you a true story. My office light flickered on and off all day long. And if it wouldn't have been his birthday, and if I wouldn't have recognized it was him saying hi to me, it would have driven me nuts. But I loved it, and I welcomed it, and I recognized that it was him. 
So, you know, that stage of grief is tricky, but the signs start getting more complex like that. They start getting more personalized. It's not just a broad rainbow or feathers. It's things that you will pick up on as being them. Now, as even more time passes, the complexity increases. And what I mean by that is you may start getting number sequences. You may start getting what's called a psychic flash, which is when you're in a meditative state or almost about to fall asleep, you see a split second flash of a scene that's got some kind of meaning or message for you. It can be a little bit scary, but there's always meaning behind it. So pay very close attention to those. Music is also another big one. As time goes on, you will be, you know, at the grocery store or at a doctor's office or like I have been in my car before on the Pearl Jam channel where all they play is Pearl Jam and all of a sudden an Enya song will play. It's very bizarre, but things like that happen with music because Music is a higher frequency. Whatever realm they're in, they can manipulate energy and music. So pay close attention when you get in your car, too, when you first crank up. Like, look at what song is playing. And then take a picture of it with your phone and look up the lyrics later. Abby and I do that constantly. Another one is very vivid dreams. Now, I feel like my dreams are vivid a lot, but they're extremely vivid if my mother is there or if I see my mom. There is always a message. So I now sleep with a legal pad next to the bed, and if I wake up in the middle of the night or if I wake up from a dream, I immediately will write down everything I can remember, any colors I saw, any numbers I saw, Anything I feel like she was trying to convey, and then between my husband and Abby and I, we figure out what is going on. And the three of us do a lot of dream work, so I'll discuss dream work in another episode, but pay very close attention to your dreams, especially if you are really wanting to connect with a loved one or if you're really going through a period in your life where you've got questions and you could use their guidance or their help they always want to help you you know I have another example of a time actually not too long ago where number sequences started happening to me when we first got our twins Uh, if you don't know this if you've not listened before my husband and I are finalizing our adoption for our twins from foster care, and they've been with us most of their lives. They're three and a half years old, and this case has gone on for a really long time. Nevertheless, that's another episode too. I started seeing twos everywhere about a week before they came to our home. I started seeing 22. I would see just the plain number two. I would say 222. It did not matter where I was or what I was doing. I started getting hit with twos, particularly multiples. And it started to kind of freak me out because I was like, what is, someone's trying to tell me something. And I would talk to my sister and say, you know, do you remember if there was any significant 
date that involved twos or 22s or we could not figure it out. But it happened for years, years, years. I had everyone in on it. I told all of my friends. I told my niece, my sister, Abby, my husband. So everybody started trying to help me figure this out. But none of us did. None of us figured out for three years until a couple of weeks ago. I get something from L.A. County Courthouse listing out all of the final dates for our hearings. And the last one is February 2nd, 2022. That means it is 02, 02, 2022. That's got to be it. That's the sign. All along, through the ups and the downs of this case, when I've been worried, if I would have tracked what I was feeling that day... (laughs) I was probably getting all those numbers every time there was a little bit of doubt in my mind that this was actually going to work out. And all along, my mom or my guardian angel or my guides were trying to say, it's going to be fine. It will all be over on 2-2-2022. Now, speaking of asking for signs or asking for guidance... I believe that is a very powerful exercise, and I believe that anyone can do it. If you are not getting random signs or you're new to sign school, um, you can always ask. And I'm going to tell you some ways that I have found to be the most effective. The first one, I think where I started trying to connect with mom was I started going to YouTube and listening to meditations that connected, you know, like a guided meditation that the intention was to connect you with a deceased loved one. And my favorite ones were by Jason Stevenson and Rasa. So I'll include those links in the show notes. If you're new, that's a wonderful place to start because they guide you through a process of at the very least feeling their energy. You might not get a whole lot of answers like if you're asking for a specific question but their presence will comfort you now another way is through the use of a medium or a clairvoyant intuitive I'm a huge believer in these and probably because my grandmother and my mom were too I highly suggest that you do not do a google search or go on yelp to find a medium you want to be led to the right medium and there's something so much more valuable in hearing another person's story of their reading or their experience the information they got if they're willing to share with you who can vouch for the medium coming from someone you know instead of a review online that can be manipulated This is not one of those things that you really want to take that chance on because it can lead you down a different road. It can also be a dark road, and it can be a fake one too. So try to keep your eye out for referrals. Now, I am going to leave the contact information for mine below in the show notes. My mom and I used to go to her in person years and years and years ago, and then when I moved across the country... She still does readings with me. She does readings with my husband and several of our friends still over the phone. And she is 
wonderful. So if you don't have a direct connection or you don't know anyone who's gone to someone of value, then check her out because she is absolutely phenomenal. Another great way that you can connect is to keep a notepad beside your bed and write down a question for your guides or your departed loved one or the universe. Write it down before you go to sleep. And then as soon as you wake up, write down everything you can remember from your dreams. Now, most of the time, you're not going to wake up and go, oh, I, I dreamed that I should go, you know, buy a private jet and... Wouldn't you know, I dreamed of my granddad bringing me a private jet. It is not going to be like that, okay? You're not going to get, you know, a birthday surprise. This is more complex. It is a more detailed way of getting guidance and information. So when you write down everything from your dreams, you may not even automatically know what the message or the answer is. But that's why it's important that you have a dream app. We have the dream journal app. It's wonderful. And you can type in any word and it will tell you the significance. It'll tell you the meaning of if you were to see, you know, a jet or a tiger or whatever in your dream. It tells you what those symbols mean. So by the end, you should be able to kind of connect the dots. Now, this is the method that my husband uses the most to connect with his mom and he does not get the message sometimes in one night. It doesn't always come in one piece. Sometimes he'll have a series of dreams over a period of a week or so. And because he's keeping track, if he doesn't get the answer the first day or two, he just keeps going with it until he does. It always leads to something. So don't give up if you don't wake up and and know immediately that you've gotten the answer that you were looking for, that you wanted, or that you even understand what they're trying to tell you. Because they do speak a different language. They they come to you and show you things and objects and colors. And, you know, sometimes they'll show numbers or just a word. So it's important to take note of all of that so that you can continue that connection. Now, the last way or at least the the last one that I'm going to mention on this podcast to connect is through the use of binaural beats. And if you've never heard of binaural beats, basically they are auditory illusions created as a result of two different tones listened to at two different frequencies. And the frequencies aim to shift your vibration so that you can achieve a certain goal. You can listen to binaural beats that help you go to sleep. You can listen to binaural beats that help lift your mood. You can use binaural beats for success or attracting wealth. You can listen to binaural beats meditations aimed for connecting you with loved ones, which is the one that I do. My favorite one is called Portal by Sacred Acoustics. You may have heard of this before, but if not, I will leave the link in the show notes below. I read and researched about this particular meditation for a long time before I actually tried it. I have to tell you that I was really afraid because I read that your brain frequencies can adjust so that your soul can actually leave your body and go 
you know, to various realms. And I was so afraid of that because I thought, what if I leave my body and I don't come back? And at that time, my son, my oldest son was little and I just thought, you know, I'm just not ready to fly away yet. So I would um, make my husband stay in the room with me and I would lay on the sofa and put my headphones on and I would make him sit in another chair and check my breathing every few minutes because I was so afraid. But I finally realized that I wanted to connect with my mom more than I was afraid of leaving my body. So I got over it and I am so glad that I did because two different times now, and this has been over the past 10 years, but two different times I have actually left my body. Just like I had read about, I felt my soul leave and travel. And both of those times, I found my mom. We had long conversations and I healed. I, I felt actual healing in my soul from the separation from her that I had been experiencing since she left earth. And it wasn't the kind of conversation where there were words spoken. It was strange. I ended up looking this up later. But she never moved her mouth. She was smiling beautifully the whole entire time. She never moved her mouth. But it was like she was downloading so much information and love and healing into me that when the meditation was over, I really cried because I wanted to go back. But even though that's only happened twice, I still get so much out of portal. I'll get psychic flashes showing me scenes or objects or numbers, something that I set an intention ahead of time to find the answer to, I always come out feeling better, feeling a little more healed, and feeling a little clearer on what it was that I wanted to know or what my mother would tell me if she was still here. So for me, whether it was Portal or a number sequence or a song or a feather, all of the signs are just fascinating. And they've given me so much comfort, so much direction and validation and help when I've needed them the most. You know, there was a time in our twins case, and I was really, really very down and sad for their bio mom. She was going through some things that were very difficult. And she had lost someone close to her in the meantime. And it was just, it just seemed like one thing after another. And it just made me want to talk to my mom. And so I opened my phone, I opened the notes app, and I was planning to write my mom a letter and just get it all off of my chest. But the note that opened up happened to be a note that I had been keeping track of uh, the twins' other siblings' birthdays. They have four other siblings, four bio-siblings, and for the first time ever, I noticed that the first letter of each one of their names spelled my mom's name. Their initials spelled my mom's name. Gail, G-A-I-L. And I never ended up writing my mom that note because I thought, well, 
there it is. She's showing me that she's not just watching over us and our family of origin. She is also watching over the twins and the bio mom's family of origin. She showed me that she was right in it. So I'm going to end on that note today. Thank you so much for listening to The Holly Doss Show. I hope that you walk away from this episode feeling inspired, lifted, validated, and just overall better after learning how to receive and recognize and connect with your guides and with your loved ones. I hope that you are able to use some of these tools if you aren't already. Also, if you know someone who is going through a hard time or has recently lost a loved one and is really struggling, please copy the URL to this episode and share it with them or on your social media so that it's readily available. And until next time, stay present and open so that you are always reachable. I wish you many, many signs. Love you guys.